Welcome back, manifestors, and welcome to Manifest Your Dreams. I'm your host, Lexi Wilson, a speaker and manifestation teacher who loves to help women learn practical ways to turn their dreams into plans. If you feel called to change your life and create the outcomes that you want, then this is the show for you. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Manifest Your Dreams. I am your host, Lexi Wilson, and I am so excited to be back. If you noticed, I took a little mini break there. I believe I took either a week or two weeks off, and uh, I just needed some time to kind of be in my own energy, be in my thoughts, and also I've been very, very busy uh, focusing on my upcoming course that I I cannot believe that it is so good, <laughs> and I am not just tooting my own horn. I'm, I cannot wait to reveal it to you guys because... In me writing the course and filming it, uh, I have seen such a boost in my confidence, in my self-belief, in the actions that I take, and it's all because of everything that I'm researching and uncovering and talking about inside of this course. Now, I'm not going to give too much away because I'm still creating um, I'm still creating it. My hands are a little dry because I've been washing my hands like crazy. So I'm going to put some lotion on here, um, you know, but you got to got to stay safe out in these streets, you know, so you got to wash your hands, girl. Wash your hands, cover your face. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, <laughs> so, um, but getting back to it, what was I talking about? Okay, yes, the course. Um, so I'm not going to give away too much right now just because I'm still in the process of creating. Obviously, we're going to be talking about manifesting because that's my thing is all about being intentional and creating your life. And we're doing deep dives in this course. It's going to be phenomenal. And just watching my own transformation, and if you've been following me over on Instagram and TikTok, a lot of my friends have been noticing that I've been just feeling much more uh, silly on camera and fun. And they're telling me, like, I can see your confidence. And yes, it's because of this course. So it's always just good to know that something you've created works because you're, you know, you're your first client, if you will. So if it works on you, you know, it's going to work on everybody else. (laughs) So just be staying close to my IG and my TikTok stories to find out more, uh, because I will be revealing that this month of May. So my, uh, you can find all the links down in the description, uh, but it is at the Lexi Wilson. That's T H E L E X I. Don't forget that E, you got it, (laughs) Wilson. So um, can you believe it's May? What is going on? It is officially May 2022, and I'm not going to do the typical, how did we get here? I can't believe that it's already May. I'm not going to do it, even though I kind of just snuck it in there. But, you know, it is... It's insane how quickly time is going, uh, but there are such blessings in this month. Uh, I'm still in the season of the, we just had the Taurus new moon, and so we had a partial solar eclipse, and I just feel it in such a good way. I feel like now it's spring, even though it's been spring for a few weeks, but I feel like now it's beginning, and I'm just so excited about all the new phases. Um, in a few weeks, I'm going to be moving once again because my lease will be ending, which is also crazy because that would mean that I've actually been in California for one year, and I don't know how that happened. (laughs) One year ago, I was freaking out about the idea of moving here to California. And that reality today of realizing where I was one year ago is kind of what inspired today's topic. So 
I was on TikTok and there is this sound that's trending right now. You know, it's 2022. So we use TikToks as sources of inspiration. Um, (laughs) But I was on TikTok and I saw this girl and she says, be delusional, be delusional. (laughs) And I really loved it because essentially what she's saying is go out and just believe what you want to believe. The people that often have the lives that are so fantastical and insane and awesome and magical are the same people who have this almost delusional way of thinking. Not even almost, sometimes it is straight up delusional. But because they believe in it and they believe so much that they take the action, they actually end up creating what they want. And it's important that if you are someone who is intentionally manifesting your life, which I imagine you're listening to this, so that tells me that you are, you are someone who deep down believes that it is possible to actualize that dream that you have on your heart. Maybe you want to be a writer and you have a book that you've been trying to get out of your brain for years. But because there are these thoughts that you have where you're thinking, well, I don't really know anybody who's ever written a book and I don't even know where to get started and how would I even publish it? And all these thoughts and doubts are coming up all the time. And so it limits you. It stops you from actually sitting down and writing that book. Or maybe you've already written it and it stops you from going out and seeking help to actually publish it. Maybe you're the person who wants to go to New York and become a Broadway star, but every single time that you tell your friends from your small town that you want to go to New York and do this amazing thing, they tell you that it's so crazy and unrealistic that it's too expensive. How could you live out there, right? There has to be a part of you That when you have those thoughts and those beliefs, there has to be a part of you that gives you permission to believe in that self. Because I personally believe that the reason that those thoughts are on your heart, the reason why you're so talented in those areas, the reason why your heart opens up every time you start to sing, every time you start to write, is because you are a singer, you are a writer. You are a performer, you are a speaker, you are a coach, you are a Pilates instructor, you are that person that deep down you wish that you could actually become. That's why those things are on your heart. This is why I love doing birth chart readings because when I was doing my birth chart readings, it allowed people to recognize that the reason why you are so talented at certain things and why certain elements of life just feel so easy and natural to you is because it's part of your design. It's the expression of who you are as a piece of this universe trying to understand itself and exist here on this planet. I remember one of my clients, she was a mother of four, she is a mother of four, and Her passion is really just impacting her children. She is so passionate about um, educating them. She homeschools and she loves mending their clothes. And I mean, she takes it real old school. She loves it all. And she felt like something was wrong with her because all the other people in her family, her cousins are much more career minded. And she just felt like, you know, am am I old school? Am I old fashioned? But when we looked inside of her chart, Home and family was lit up. Her entire home and family section was just like party in the skies. (laughs) So it made sense that she would feel most at home, most powerful, most in her purpose and in her alignment when she's allowed to create home, homey spaces for her family and for her friends that she considers to be family because that family doesn't always mean blood, right? It could mean anyone that that really gets close to your heart. So when you understand that 
those dreams that you have on your heart right now are actually there so you can achieve them, so you can pursue them, so you can actualize them. I want to encourage you to give yourself permission to believe in it. That is what that lady is saying on TikTok when she's saying, go ahead, sis, be delusional. She's trying to tap into the part of you that already understands that it is safe for you to have that belief that you can do it. Now, the thing is, is that it's really important that you recognize that not everybody on this planet and in this time is going to accept that. Some people are not not here in this timeline, in this lifetime, whatever you choose to believe, to fulfill that goal of their big dream. And this doesn't, this, the only way that you know whether or not this is part of your destiny is your willingness to believe that it's possible. For some people, they have the dream, but they also believe that it really is an impossibility. And they're not willing to challenge that thought. And so they might have other life lessons that they are here to experience. Maybe it isn't that dream, but maybe it's the road to believing in that dream. Maybe it's the challenges that come with recognizing what it means to release the dream. What you lose when you release the dream. Right? How, you, how, you feel, how disconnected you might feel. Whatever it is. I don't know, girl. I haven't read their birth chart. (laughs) But the reason why I say this is when those individuals who have decided that they do not want to actually fulfill their dream, they have chosen to believe that it is truly impossible to go off and do the thing that they wanted to do, be a singer, be an entertainer be a writer, uh, be a parent, whatever it is. If they don't believe, and you who who does believe, listens to those individuals, you run the risk of losing connection to your soul. Listen to me when I say that to you. If you listen to the people who have a purpose, who have several purposes, but they have chosen to not believe in the reality of creating that life for themselves. If you listen to them, you run the risk of losing connection to your own self, your own soul, your own purpose. Listen, the truth is everything is unrealistic until it's done. That's a quote that I got from a book called It's All in Your Head by the rapper. His name is is Russ. I can't remember his last name, but the book is just, it says Russ. (laughs) So I think that's how he goes as a rapper. But I will leave the, the book in the description. But he says, everything is unrealistic until it's done. At one point, electricity was unrealistic. And now it's so common that it sounds crazy to us to think that it was unrealistic. Can can you believe that? Now that sounds crazy to us. And yet at one point, it literally was a crazy idea. Cars were a crazy idea. The idea that you could get in a vehicle, a man-made machine, and it could take you from Florida to California. It was crazy. And somehow your girl did it. (laughs) everything is unrealistic until it's done when you see these actors and actresses on screen for many of them truly who have come from uh the bottom you know they're the normal person they weren't you know raised in in uh, uh financial abundance or they didn't have like big connections in hollywood and things like that and i'm not hating on those people at all um because they have their own struggles but that's not my point right now sis um <laughs> but when we look at those actors and actresses who truly started from nothing and had no connections they had to find their way in there these are normal people you guys we perceive them to be godlike because we see them on, on movies. But these are normal people. Taraji P. Henson, 
Cookie from Empire. She's a normal woman from D.C. And when she came out here to California, she was a single mom. And I can't remember how old she was, but I know she was older, quote unquote. And I don't, I don't know that it was really that old, but I know she was older. And her whole, her friends, her family, uh, some of her family, not all of them, some of them are actually very supportive, but some of her family, people were like, you can't do this. First of all, you're a single mom. Where are you supposed to get the money? Second of all, you're too old. How are you going to find success? But she believed in herself. She believed so much in herself that she came out here with little to nothing and her baby, and she got to work. She chose to believe that it was possible. She chose to be delusional. And as a result of it, it led her to creating this life that truly seems unrealistic. Because the reality is everything is unrealistic until it's done. Are you going to be the woman who does it or the man who does it? Or are you going to be the person who doesn't believe, who holds yourself back or listens to those to those people who don't believe in themselves and then thinks, I guess this is what it is for me, too. This is all I have. So for myself. Moving from Florida to California, when I think of where I was last year at this exact time, I was so, I had knots in my stomach. I was so scared because I had received so many signs from the universe that it was time for me to leave Florida. I kept trying to make Florida work. I was trying to make it work. Every, every weekend, I would go out to different parts of Florida. I went to Miami. I was living in Orlando right next door to Disney World. And (laughs) I would go to Miami and I would go to um, Tampa and I was just trying to find a city that I loved that I could move to. And I just couldn't find anything, anything. And I remember one day I went out to Clearwater, which is a city that I used to live in and love so much to this day. I'm sure one day I'm going to own a beach house out there because I love Clearwater. And it was a beautiful day, not, not a cloud in the sky. And then as soon as I drove into the city of Clearwater, torrential downpour. And let me tell you, if you live in Florida, you know what I'm talking about. This was not a light drizzle. This wasn't even a regular rainy day. No, no, no. This was, uh, might as well have been a hurricane type energy. The wind was going all kinds of ways. You could not get out of your car because the rain was so intense. You couldn't even see. There were so many people on the sides of the road because we just couldn't see in front of us. It was so dark and it was so, and it was the middle of the day. And then as soon as I tried to wait it out, cause sometimes, you know, Florida rain does that and you can, you know, give it 30 minutes an hour. You'll be fine. No. Sis was like, no, I'm here to stay, boo. And she stayed. <laughs> I was hungry and everything. Had to use the bathroom, but I couldn't get out the car because if I did, it was going to look like I was at Walt Disney World's water park. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm not. And then I still got to drive two hours back soaking wet. No, ma'am. Cloth seats in my car. No, no, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> So I had to just sit in my car and struggle. And then I finally gave up and was like, all right, okay, universe, I hear you. I get the message. And I turn around and as I'm driving back, clear skies, not a cloud in the sky. I mean, almost immediately. I even at one point turned around because I was like, okay, well, maybe I could go back. And then it started raining again. I'm not kidding. I wish that I caught this on video because I'm not kidding. I might actually have it on my stories. It was so funny. So the, I, it was, it just made no sense. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna just going to go. I'm going to just go. Okay. I get it. Let me get out of here. <laughs> so I booked it back to Orlando. And I just remember um, being on my couch and just feeling like I was crying. And the reason I was crying was because I knew that the universe was pulling me to the West, but I was terrified. I was really terrified of the idea of leaving the East Coast to go to the West Coast to 
Because what was I going for? Like, what was I going for? When I was a kid, I used to think, I'm going to go to L.A. I'm going to be an actress, you know? But I wasn't going to be an actress. Like, that. I don't, I don't really want to do that. No, ma'am. <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting in a, you know, a little local play or something, you know? <laughs> but I'm not doing, I'm not doing it. Mm-mm. No, I, I, I see, I see, I see what Hollywood's putting down and I'm not here for it. <laughs> but I'm always open to do like a show, to be a speaker on the show. You know what I'm saying? I will do that. Every show, pretty much every show except Dr. Phil. Okay. Ask me on IG if you want. <laughs> okay, I'm losing it. What's going on? What's going on? All right, let me focus back. But <laughs> I got to keep the humor, y'all. I don't know what happens. Sometimes I'm like, I'm mad serious. And then I just like dip in and out. But it's all right. So bringing it back, I remember sitting on my couch and just thinking like, why am I doing this? Because this is going to be hard. I don't have any resources out there. I don't even know where I would live because I'm not a city girl. So I could never live in L.A. And once I drove out here and went to L.A., sis, (laughs) no, ma'am. No. Okay, I have seen what I needed to see. (laughs) If you are a TikTok person, you get the reference. Okay, so no, L.A. is not it. It's not it. At least not for me. Okay, so I was like, okay, why? Why would I do this to myself? You know, and at that time I was 35. So I was just like, now granted, you know, black don't crack. So (laughs) I look like I'm 12. Okay. But I'm just saying, (laughs) but I just, I knew at the same time that if I ignored the fact that the universe was telling me to go and that I, that if I ignored that I didn't want to be anywhere else. I would spend the rest of my life regretting the fact that I didn't take this chance. I knew that. I knew it. I knew that I would one day be an old woman in my bed (laughs) talking to my grandchildren and saying, you know, the one thing I wish that I did was I wish that I had just taken that road trip across America, kids. You know what I mean? I know that that would have been a sentence that I would have said. And on some weird timeline, I probably did say it. And that's why I knew, okay, the next time I come back into this life, (laughs) at any cost, I don't care how old I am, I'm going to California. I don't know, sis. But I just knew I had to, I had to follow the white rabbit. Mm, Okay, there you go. Got a, got a reference there. If you, if you get that reference, hit me up on, and on Instagram. <laughs> so, but I was terrified. Um, I think a lot of people on Instagram tend to look at me and they think that I'm just like this, you know, brave power puff girl. And I am not, I am not brave spice. Well, you know what? Let me say this. I am brave, but it's, it doesn't come without its own panic attacks. <laughs> Okay, your girl freaks out. She gets angry and volatile for no reason at all because that is her panic coming on through. Okay, I will hoard up in my house for months at a time because that is my social anxiety kicking in. Okay, I feel all those things. Uh, I am not above them. So when I recognized that I had to go, I was really emotional about it uh, around this time of the year last year because it just didn't seem realistic. What was I going to? And because I had never really been to California, I had only been here uh, just like one other time for three days. So I I didn't get to see California for real. Um, I couldn't even picture what I was looking for. I really was going off of feeling you know, tell me you're a clairsentient without t- telling me. Uh, <laughs> but I really, it was just a feeling. And the fact that every door in Florida was closing. But why do I share this with you? I share this very long story <laughs> because it was delusional to think that I could have success, to think that I could come all the way out to a state that I had never really, really, truly been in and take all of my stuff in a U-Haul, drive it across America 
from one coast to the next, then with no idea of what city, what house, no idea, nothing. I don't know where I'm going. And then just stay in a hotel and just hope and pray that I find us like, even when I'm telling you this story, I realize how absolutely crazy this story sounds, <laughs> you know, because I lived it. So to me, it's like, that's not that crazy. But as I'm telling you, for some reason, I'm having an out-of-body experience and I'm recognizing this shit is bananas. Okay. It's bananas. <laughs> what? was I smoking when I decided to do this? (laughs) Oh my God. But it's true. Like I, I, but I knew either way that even though I couldn't picture how and where and all the things that it was what I was supposed to do. I was scared when I got behind that wheel. I was supposed to leave on Friday. I don't think I left until Sunday or Monday because I kept finding little delays. I I was so scared to leave because I didn't know where I was going. I just knew that this is 100% supposed to happen. And sometimes you have to make that decision. Sometimes you have to take that action even though you have no idea where it's going. And I can't even say I recommend or don't recommend that. All I can say is you got to trust your intuition and you got to do that healing work enough to be able to identify your intuition. Because I know that if I hadn't done those little steps prior to that of moving from Florida to Chicago, of deciding to leave my job when it no longer felt in alignment with my values and morals, um, by taking those little steps, deciding to leave my religion once I realized like, I don't believe in this. This doesn't bring me peace. And if I continue to just stay in this this religion just because I'm afraid of hell, then even when Jesus comes back, I'm still going to end up going to hell because he's going to be like, hey, girl, you don't believe. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's what I was like. Okay, well, I guess. I guess I better find my peace, you know, and I hope and pray that if Jesus is the way that <laughs> that he looks at me and says, all right, you tried. You was just trying to find your peace. I get it, you know, but to me, it's like taking those little steps helps me to identify my own voice amongst the crowd of religion and, you know, commercial cults like network marketing and family trying to control your thoughts and friends trying to influence what you should do and, and society trying to tell you what this means and why you should do that. Making those little decisions, make it easier for you to hear your intuition. So that way, when it's time to make those big steps, that big step, whatever that big step is for you, that big step could be starting a family, you know, that big step could be moving across the country or even out of the country. That big step could be leaving your job and starting your own business. Everyone has their own definition of what a big step looks like to them and what it feels like to them. But the point is, is when you take these little uh, consistent actions of listening to that whisper inside of your voice, it becomes easier for you to then take those big leaps that lead to the most amazing experiences in life. So when I think back, to the fear that I had this time last year, there was an element of delusion, this possibility that maybe that could work. Maybe I could find a place before I run out of money. And maybe the universe will make this happen for me because the universe is making it clear that all the doors on this coast are closing, that every opportunity that I thought was gonna work out will not. And the truth is, I didn't want them to work out. I wanted to go to California, but I was just terrified. So the universe had to shut these doors down. The universe had to make it it possible for me to recognize that it was time for me to go get my healing in this lovely state of California. And now here I am, one year later, almost, and I'm living this life that I don't even, I didn't even imagine. I didn't even imagine. There's so many amazing blessings that come to me every day. There's so many things that, about myself that I am finding out about how powerful I am, how, how master of a manifester I actually am. 
I'm running a business, you guys, from my apartment. (laughs) On Instagram and TikTok. What? How is this life? Like, I am just a normal girl from Staten Island, New York. Like, like, (laughs) who am I to have this life? To make money, to get paid to speak, to get paid to teach, to get paid to just show up on social media. Who am I? I'm just a girl who just believed that it was possible. And you know my story. I didn't grow up where everything was easily handed to me. I certainly had a lot of privileges. I'm not going to sit here and say that I had every single hardship in the world because I didn't. I did have a lot of privileges, but I also had a lot of setbacks. I had a lot of setbacks. And even now, I still don't have the kind of support that many other people my age have. So who am I to have created this life that I live, to to live in this beautiful home? I, when I think of me at like 12, looking at me at 36, I can't believe who I am. But it's that element of choosing to believe in the possibility that allows you to create the life that once felt impossible. You have to be willing to get delusional. So I'm going to share four things that helped me uh, because I know I'm talking a lot about the esoterical side of it. Let's get to some of these practicalities as we, um, I guess I could be closing, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Because as you can tell, I get a little preachy sometimes. So number one is, and I referenced this book, reading the book, It's All in Your Head by Russ. And why I like him in particular is because he is a rapper The book is cute. It's a yellow book and yellow cover. You can get it from uh, any bookstore, but you can also get it from what is the, uh, from like a Kindle or a Nook. I have the actual hard copy here and I really, really like it. I love the yellow because it just makes me feel good. Uh, But it's very simple. The way he talks, the way he breaks things down as to how, I believe he's from Atlanta, as to how he became this like rapper, you know, And I love hearing, I love always uh, listening to stories of artists because most people don't believe in artists. They don't believe until they are one, you know, they, people didn't believe Ludacris was going to be Ludacris. Okay. They doubted him for years and he took it in his own hands to create his own tape and then put it out there and hit the streets and be like, hey, put this on the radio, even though he was denied every single time. He started showing up to shows. He started doing these things. And now he's ludicrous. Drake had the same exact experience. Everyone was denying him. They were like, hey, Aubrey, Aubrey Graham from Degrassi. (laughs) Shout out to Degrassi. Um, (laughs) Right. But they didn't believe in him. And now he's Drake. Now he's Drake, okay? All these people have these stories. Big Sean. Big Sean is one of my favorites, okay? Big Sean. I don't know why I'm doing all hip-hop because you would swear, you would swear that I maybe listen a lot to hip-hop when if you went to my on-repeat playlist right now, it would be Ash Nico, Toxic, Britney Spears. (laughs) So you would swear, that like, I, I know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about hip hop. And I want you to know, I know that I don't. Okay. I know. <laughs> but these are the people that I do listen to. Okay. <laughs> but Big Sean, I listen to him a lot. I really do. I am definitely a fan of him because he's all about energy. And I love anybody who's all about energy and manifesting. And same thing. You know, he, people didn't believe in him. He had to make the tape. He had to show up. He had to go to concerts. He had to sneak his way. He snuck his way into a Kanye (laughs) concert to get his tape to him. He had to believe because people don't tend to believe in artists. So that's why I love reading their autobiographies and reading how they got to where they are because people don't believe until it happens. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, okay, I guess you are an actor. I guess you are a singer. I guess you are a rapper. So reading this book helped me so much to not feel so crazy because I know that when 
you have big dreams like being a writer, like being a, a an actress or or um, I keep using creative uh, professions, but anything, anything that that's just not the conventional job, not the conventional way of life. Whenever you tell somebody something that doesn't seem, quote unquote, normal, people put it down and then you feel like you're not normal. And on one hand, you know what? No, you're not. You're not normal. You're amazing. <laughs> but on the other hand, you are perfectly normal. You are perfectly normal. You are actually in touch with your highest self. Your highest self is a unique being that wants to express itself honestly. That doesn't want to be confined to the, the labels and the boxes we've created to unique to our, not even to our time, because it's unique to our culture, unique to our location. Depending on where you live, some certain things do seem realistic and others don't. For example, you go to LA, you tell someone an actress that seems realistic, right? But you go to Eugene, Oklahoma. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that random city. And tell people you're an actress out there and people are like, okay, sure, right? So it, 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 we're confining ourselves to these boxes based off of whatever is currently around us or wh- whoever, if, again, if you're talking to somebody who's given up on their dreams and they don't believe that it's possible and you're listening to them, then you confine yourself to the box that they've placed themselves in. Come on. But you are outside of that. You are bigger than that. So when you actually read books like this, like It's All in Your Head by Russ, Get Out of Your Own Way, It helps you to recognize you're not actually abnormal. You're the real one. You're the one that understands why you're really here. And now it's just time for you to get after it. Because guess what? You're going to have challenges either way. Right? You're going to have challenges if you choose to stay in the same place that you've always been. You think that's going to be easy? You think it's going to be easy living with the energy of knowing that you're meant for more, but you chose to stay where you are because it felt safe? Because I'm telling you, if you thought it was easy, you wouldn't be listening to this episode. You know that it's challenging, that it guts you every single time that you have to go to this job that's taking all of your energy, but not giving you anything back, not making you feel like you're making a difference. You know that. And yes, Will it also be challenging to go after your dreams? Yes, but guess what? It's challenging either way. It's challenging either way. And part of you manifesting this is learning how to get through those challenges because it only boosts your confidence. You only become better, more whole, and happier when you actually decide to listen to that small voice in you that's telling you what you really want to do. Okay, so the second thing that I did was protect my vision. I told people that I wanted to move to California last year and that I was thinking about it. And almost everybody was like, nah, I don't think you should do that. (laughs) Almost everybody immediately went to, girl, that's going to take so much money. But how are you going to do it? You can't travel during COVID, you know. How are you going to do this? Nobody's out there, blah, blah, blah. And I don't say that to be disrespectful because it wasn't blah, blah, blah. They were, they were right, you know? They're right. It's a lot of money out here, boo. Uh, but I also knew, once again, that the universe is calling me. I can't get this thought out of my head. And the fact that it's not going anywhere tells me it's going to stay. And I'm going to just keep feeling this. And it's not going to get better. I'm going to end up becoming depressed if I choose to ignore this desire. If I changed my mind, that'd be different. If I felt called to stay, that'd be different. But if I hear the call, feel it in my bones, but then decide to not go simply because everybody else is not sure that it'll work and I'm afraid, I'm going to still feel that times a hundred staying here in California, uh, staying here in Florida. Because now I'm also living with the energy of letting my own self down. Now I'm living with the energy of betraying my own dreams on top of the fear that everyone's placing on me and the fear that I already had. 
and the desire for the approval that I'm never going to fully receive anyway. Because the truth is, even if I listen to what everybody is telling me to do and stay here in this state, knowing that I want to move, knowing that, that I want to have this, this dream come true, if I choose to stay here in this perceived safety, there's always going to be something that everyone's going to expect me to do. There's always going to be some, well, you got to do this. You got to get a normal job, quote unquote, because you can't really run a business. I mean, how, how do you, how are you going to run a business? You don't even have a business degree, sis. So how you going to do that? Are you trying, you trying to market it on Instagram, on social media? But what if, what if Instagram goes away tomorrow? Then what you going to do? Right. There's all these things that people put on you and it's really just a reflection of their disbelief in their own dreams, their disbelief in life. Because let me tell you something, when you're talking to people who actually have protected their vision and have actualized their dream, they will never tell you not to do your dream. They'll never tell you that. And it's because they know how realistic and possible and amazing it is to actually have your dreams come true. And I know some pessimistic people want to go, well, not everybody can have their dreams come true. I mean, that's just not realistic. Once again, girl, that's your belief. <laughs> it is time to create a new one, girl. Release that subconscious programming and open your mind to something new because we all can have our dreams come true. And I know I sound like Cinderella, but you know what? Bibbidi bobbidi boo. <laughs> But for real, though, it's not just a Disney movie, sis. It's reality. It is. If, if Britney Spears can leave Kentwood, Louisiana, yeah, then you can leave your bedroom and go and live this amazing life. She ain't nobody bigger, bigger and better than you. She is just a girl from Louisiana. Okay, that's it. You can do this, but you have to be will willing to protect your dream, which means you can't tell everybody what you're up to because not everybody can understand and respect you enough to believe in your dream. Once again, if they've never achieved their own dream, if they've never risked it all, <laughs> then they won't encourage you to do that. They won't. They don't know what, what it takes and they don't, they're too afraid. And they might have a million really great, even noble reasons for why they did that. That's totally fine. But you have to recognize that you are here for your own experience. You are not just the daughter of this, the son of that. You are not just the mother of this, the father of that, blah, blah, blah. You are also an individual, a piece of the universe trying to experience itself, trying to understand why you're here, who you are, the full capacity of who you are, the full power of who you are. That cannot be fully experienced by hiding. I'm not saying that you have to have these humongous dreams because maybe your dream is not humongous. But you have to choose to live in the reality of your dream. And that requires that you surround yourself with other individuals who are also all about that dream life. Not specific dream, not your specific dream, but just all about the reality of creating the life that they desire. And I know for some of us, we immediately go to, well, I can't find people like that. Then that's all right. Start to set boundaries with the people that you have in your life right now, because if you are not setting those boundaries and those people are constantly putting negative energy into your plans and constantly putting you down, it is going to be very hard for you to believe enough in your dreams to attract the people that also do believe in their dreams. And this is why when you are surrounding yourself with people who don't believe you become a non-believer. It's just how it goes. You know that phrase, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with? If the majority of the people that you spend time with are all non-believers, people who don't believe in, in dreams and the possibility of, of manifesting what you want, you yourself become a non-dreamer. And then when you actually meet people who are dreamers, 
when they're talking to you on a podcast, oh, girl, I'm about to say it. It might hurt your feelings, girl. (laughs) But if you are spending too much time around non-believers, you'll be listening to this podcast and immediately finding excuses for how wrong I am on everything I'm saying. (gasps) Oh, girl, I didn't mean to shoot you so hard, but I had to. Shots fired. You know what I'm saying? But it's true. It's true. So are you willing to work through that, to release that? Because the only person that that's hurting is you. It's hurting you. Is this what you want? Is this the life you want? Or do you want more? Number three. Another thing that helped me is seeing other people accomplish the same dreams that I have. When I see people out there killing it, I am so excited because I know, especially the closer they get to me, the closer they get to me in terms of me knowing them, I know that it's on its way. I know that the reason I am watching this happen in front of me is because the universe is saying to me, get ready, sis. Are you ready? So one of the things that I love doing this, and I I just said this actually to, uh, um, I did a a speaking event all about intentionally designing your life. And one of the, the women who was listening said, how am I supposed to feel when I see other people around me getting what I want? Because I feel so jealous and it's really hard for me to like, to watch that and girl, I get it. I get it. Cause I used to feel that way too. And one of the things that I used to say, and I still say it now, but, um, first of all, jealousy can be a great motivator. I believe I look a lot at a lot of perceived negative emotions, um, as communication, as tools for healing. So I don't really judge them the way that other people do where they're like, Oh, you shouldn't feel jealous. That's a low vibration. I mean, girl, it ain't the highest vibration, but you'll be, I, you know what I mean? Like you can work through that. but it can be a clarifier too, because sometimes you really don't know what you want to manifest. Like you really don't know the specifics. And then when you see someone having it, you're like, Oh, I want that. And now you're clear. Now you're like, Oh, okay. I want a baby. Oh, okay. I want to move to Greece. Right now you're clear because you see it happening and you're, you're, you're witnessing the emotion within you emerging. So there's that side of it. But the other thing is that when what I've learned is that jealousy, not jealousy, but when you see someone having something that you have been praying for, that you have been desiring, the universe is giving you a window into seeing what it looks like, what it feels like. And you can actually use that to help you in your manifestation practice. Because one of the things that we talk about in manifesting is acting as if it's already here. Because if we talk about timeline jumping, it already is. But I'm not going to do that today. I don't want to confuse you. That was a commercial break. Um, <laughs> but no, at the, it's, it's what you're witnessing is it's actually showing you what it feels like to have that. So recently... I saw that um, one of my favorite people online is going to be doing a speaking event in Greece. And baby, when I tell you how excited I got, I got so excited. Let me tell you why. Because two years ago, I scripted out. I scripted it out, boo. I wrote it down and I was like, I am going to Greece And I am speaking at a retreat and I am so excited. And this is what I'm speaking on. And this is who's with me and this and this and that. Boom. And this is how much money I'm making. And this is what I'm going to do. I really got into it because I love scripting as a manifesting practice. That's sort of my thing. That and visualization are like my two, my two go-tos. So I'm writing this. And then after that, I got so excited. I got so excited that I felt like I had already booked the trip. Okay. So excited that then I was like, you know, I'm gonna record this on a voice note because I, I just want to feel this energy. 
And the more that you feel the feeling, the more that your subconscious is believing that this is actually happening, which makes it easier for it to manifest. So I start doing this voice note and I'm talking about the food that I'm eating, the clothes that I'm wearing, the smells that I'm smelling, the people that are at the retreat, how I even got this opportunity, all of this stuff. This was two years ago. And I was so excited. I even told my friends because I was like, girl, let me tell you about this exercise I did. It was amazing. I scripted out this whole thing. I can't wait for this to manifest. I'm so excited. So then fast forward two years later, and one of my people that I love to watch on Instagram just announced that she's speaking at a retreat in Greece. Now, old me might have been like, oh, what in the world? How did I do that? How I scripted that. So why is she getting it, right? But awakens me, y'all. Awakens me. <laughs> She's on a different level. She's built different. <laughs> she knows that the universe is giving me a window into what it's going to look like what it's going to look like when I'm planning my trip. And this is the thing, too. The girl that's going, okay, I'm going to just say it because it's manifestation, babe, if you don't know. Catherine Zinkina, love her. Love her, love her, love her. It'd be crazy if one day she's a guest on my show or I'm a guest on her show. How crazy would that be, right? Right? I would definitely reference this episode. I would reference this episode. You better. You better know it, girl. Anyways, but I, her, she's going, right? And I know that by the thing is this crazy she lives in California too so I'm really going to get to see what it's like to fly from California to Greece to be on this retreat to prepare for an event to all of these things I'm gonna get to see this and the more that I feel that energy of being on this retreat on prepping for this retreat on being there for the individuals who are going the more real it becomes for me I know it's going to happen. And once again, I will reference this episode when it does. I know it's going to happen because I can feel it. It's, it's like it's already happened. And in a weird way, it already has. But again, not going to get into timeline jumping and time and all of that stuff. I'm a Capricorn. Saturn rules over time. So, you know, time is kind of a thing with me. But I, I have just dropped a lot of nuggets in this episode <laughs> so I hope you guys are keeping up. But the point is, getting back to it, is by seeing her accomplish my dream, it tells me that one, that dream is realistic. I'm watching someone else do it. Two, the fact that it's someone that I admire, that I can see in my energy, is the universe telling me you are calling this in because that is so specific. She's coming from my location. She's speaking at a retreat. It's so specific. This is the reality of getting in the energy of what you want to create in life. This is what it feels like. And it often will happen by first showing up amongst the people around you. That car that you've been wanting to manifest, all of a sudden, your boyfriend gets it. Your best friend gets it. That baby that you've been praying for, all of a sudden, everybody and their mom was pregnant. <laughs> and I know that it feels really painful when you've been wanting something so bad and then you see everybody else having it. I know. But what I also want you to remember is that that is the universe confirming that what you desire is a realistic prayer. It is a realistic possibility. And that now you have to release the fear that it's not. You have to surrender the timeline and trust that everything is happening at the time that it's supposed to happen. And that all you have to do is to keep acting as if it's already done. That's all you have to do. And if that feels hard, then that's your work. Working on the parts of you that don't believe that. Because that's the only thing blocking you. People ask, how long does it take to manifest things? It takes as long as it takes for you to remove the belief that it's not real. Did you hear me? It takes as long as it takes for you to remove the belief that it's not real. That's why some of those manifestations you have 
happen in a blink of an eye and other manifestations take 15 years. Do you believe that's the question? And if there's a part of you that doesn't believe, that's not a thing that you can judge yourself for, that you can say, oh, well, I guess I need to just give up because I just can't do it. No, 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 that's your healing work. That's the universe sharpening you like iron and making you more um, stronger, making you more aware. I am who I am right now because I had to work through a lot of sharpening, sis. Okay, the universe was like, this girl don't believe in nothing. Because <laughs> I didn't. I was. People don't understand that I was such a pessimist. I was such a pessimist. And if I don't get enough sleep and if I'm hangry, you'll see her come out. I can be such a non-believer. But because I have consistently allowed the universe to grow me through those challenges, I am now someone who is teaching people how to believe in their dreams. What? And again, to you, it might seem like, okay, but that's because you don't know my beginning. You didn't see me at the beginning. But if you have seen me at the beginning, you know. And then the last thing that helped me was taking action even when I felt scared, even when I was terrified, even when I had no idea if it was going to work, even when I had all the social anxiety in the world, the fact that I took action is what allowed me to create the life that I have. And it is what's allowing me to continue to create the life that I desire. You guys are witnessing a multimillionaire being sharpened in the making right now. You are witnessing that. I know that that's my future. I know that that's who, who I am here to be. Why else would the universe have made me a Capricorn stellium? <laughs> no, but I know that. If I desire it, it is because the universe has put it in me as a beacon, a GPS signal, pulling me, drawing me towards its completion. So you have to take action when opportunities arise. When I started seeing those doors close in Florida, I could have just tried to push one of those doors open found an apartment that I didn't even really like, found a city that I wasn't truly comfortable with, and then just stayed. And I would have found some positive things about it. I mean, hey, it's not bad to live close to Disney World. It's not bad to live close to everyone that I already know. It's not bad. But I would have been miserable because I did not want to be there. That's not what I wanted. If I truly felt safe, I wanted to leave and go off. I had to take that action when the doors started opening. And the fact that I did is why when I came out here, number one, I drove four days across the country, not one issue, no car issues, no anything safe the entire way through. No hiccups. I couldn't even, I couldn't even do that in Florida. <laughs> I got all these hiccups trying to find an apartment, but I can drive four days and no hiccup. Then I get to a hotel and within 10 days, I can't remember if it's 10 or 11, 10 days I find an apartment and then when I get approved, they approve me in like two days with an out of state, you have to do background uh, stuff, background stuff during COVID, you guys, okay, we, California was still shut down at the time that I moved here, everything was closed. It was very hard to do anything here, okay, because they were fully closed as opposed to like Florida, which was like fully open. But here it is that I come out here and with two days after doing a background check, I'm approved. That should have taken longer because I'm coming out of state and it's COVID and it was a weekend. Come on. And when they called me and I can literally show you, I put this in my stories because it was crazy. They called me at 11.11 to tell me I was approved. You guys, be delusional. Be delusional. In order for you to have a magical life, 
You have got to believe in magic. There's no way around it. So when it's time for you to take action, get up and get after it. I know you're scared. I know you're unsure. I know other people don't believe. But are you living for them or are you living for you? You are here to experience this world, to experience the energy of joy, of total freedom, of personal responsibility, of self-love, self-confidence, and the ability to create. And you're not going to get that by continuing to ignore how powerful you actually are. Part of recognizing your power is listening to something like this and that thing that you're thinking about right now that's on your heart and mind, that thing that you've been asking the universe for signs over and over and over again, that thing that you're thinking, well, maybe that's what the universe is trying to have Lexi tell me to do. That's what I'm talking about. It's time to take action. Because girl, it's going to be hard if you don't. I hope that this inspired you. I hope that this lit you on fire and gave you permission to believe in the impossible. I hope that after this, you are like, oh, I am on fire. I am ready to go. I hope you are. And if you are, please let me know over on Instagram or TikTok at the Lexi Wilson. I want to hear how this has inspired you, how this has motivated you. And I want you to remember, sis, truly, as we close this out, everything, everything is unrealistic until it's done.